0: Agenda-setting conversations of the day.
1: Well, good morning to you. As I say, a lot going on at the moment. Just a moment to tell you about what's happening with your mediated conversation later. We're going to be talking about data and information and tax and councils and how you can plan how people are actually earning money and how they're doing it. It's very, very interesting. It's a lot more interesting than it sounds because basically if you drive around, you can see how people live differently in different places. This is putting numbers to that and that'll then help councils actually produce better services. That's what we'll be looking at. Well, over the weekend, the ANC Youth League finally getting new leadership. The new president of the league, the ANC MP, Colin Malachi, elected unopposed in the end, uh, and there's five other leaders of the league, as part of a slate that call themselves Economic Freedom Or death. One of the people there, a senior political reporter for the SABC, Samkele Maseko, joins us now. Samkele, good morning. I know you had a very busy and a very long weekend.
0: A very good morning to you, Stephen, and to the listeners.
1: How did it play out? How did Malachi end up being unopposed? Malachi ended up being unopposed in essence after Apiram
0: Kangela failed to meet the threshold to be on the ballot paper of the Congress of the ANC Youth League just like those who wanted to contest the positions of Deputy President which is Thaddeus Mugati, they failed to on the ballot paper for Deputy President of the ANC Youth League which thus created the space for the slate of Colin Malagi to enter the ANC Youth League Congress unopposed
1: So um, there's some members who depending on different reports suggest that they're unhappy with this that there was interference do they have strong evidence of that? I don't
0: have strong evidence of that at the moment, because they are essentially saying that uh, the processes were manipulated in order for Colin Malachi to win this particular Congress, yet they have not shown the way these particular areas have been manipulated. And those in the NYTT have said, those in the MITT steering committee, like Tim Marshall have said they've not seen any letters of complaints formally from these particular individuals whom are saying this particular Congress was manipulated in in, in in favor of Colin Balaji to win this particular Congress of the ANC Youth League, even the Secretary General of the ANC, Figi Le saying to those members of the ANC Youth League that they should not hold up the Congress of young people in order to pursue their own interest of leading the ANC and at expense collapsing the ANC Youth League and also saying that they should go back to the era where the Youth League was at its best in South African youth politics, dating it back to 1944, dating it back to the generations of the 1980s of the, of the young lions, which practically made the townships ungovernable. And also saying that the relaunch launch of the ANC Youth League in Gwandebele in 1991 was a very painful process of the ANC Youth League, and that the past decade of the Youth League has been similar to those years when the Youth League had to be relaunched in the country and they had to fight for the autonomy of the ANC
1: Youth League. Economic freedom or death, that's the slogan. And if you look at the, uh, the, the the really intensely difficult situation facing our young people in South Africa in terms of jobs, I mean, this is clearly all about youth unemployment. It's about creating I think in many cases, hope for younger people. How important is that message? How do you see the youth league, the ANC Youth League now playing a role in our national debate, Samkele?
0: It's going to be interesting how they reposition themselves, particularly knowing that they've gone back to the seven cardinal pillars of the ANC Youth League, which encompass issues such as land expropriation without compensation which encompass areas such as the nationalization of the Reserve Bank and the nationalization of the banks and other strategic sectors of the South African economy. So these are some of the issues that the ANC Youth League will have to put at the forefront of these struggles and also broadening the debate to South Africa's current contemporary politics, such as that of South Africa's shortage of energy supply, the issues and the areas where the ANC Youth League can lend its expertise In the energy space such as renewable energy, Fasir Hassan, speaking at the Congress, delivering the political report, speaking of how the Youth League must play a critical role in solar energy in the country, in articulating modern contemporary politics and modern labor issues within the country, knowing that the current youth of the country is not used to labor-intensive work such as mining that have previously dominated so the South African work and labour space saying that let's tap into this renewable energy space and solar energy space and wind energy space and that will create jobs for the youth of today whom are techno savvy, whom are used to working with light machineries in order to better their technological understanding as well. Which is a huge aspect in the economic transformation document and energy document in the ANC Youth League's policy proposals.
1: Sam so, Masekop, thank you. Really appreciate the time. Senior political reporter here at the SABC. First-